Guten Erev Shabbos to all our friends and members of the Westmount Shul. Tomorrow is Shabbos Nachamu, and it's called Nachamu because of the words of the Haftorah that begin with the words Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, Yoimar Eloikechem. Take comfort, take comfort, my people, says your Lord. And one of the most essential questions is Nechama, comfort, appears to be something if Hashem gives it to us, it's because He's showing a love to us. Yet, it doesn't say Yomar, Yud Hei Vav Hei, Yomar Hashem, it says Yomar Eloi Kechem, which is the attribute of justice. So how do we understand comfort coming from a place of justice? And what's the idea of the double comfort over here? So one of the Mephorshim explains, if you look at the next Pasuk, it says, speak to the heart of Yerushalayim and call to them, Ki the time has finished, because the sin has been uh, forgiven, because we've been smitten by God twice for all our sins. It seems, as the Medrash says, that we were smitten doubly and now we have to have comfort of double. So what's going on over here? So the understanding is there's two ways the gullus can end. We know there's a time it must end. The suffering has and it cannot go any longer. And then there's a time, and that's be'ita, and then there's be'chishena, Hashem will hasten it. And you see by the Nevoah when it says that Hashem speak to the heart of Yerushalayim and tell them, the time is up. That's Be'ita. But if the sin is totally forgiven, then that's the Zman of Achishena. And where did we find this once before? We found this with the redemption from Egypt. We were supposed to be there 400 years. We only stayed 210 years. Why? Well, that's the whole reason why we find in Sefer Shmos that after Moshe came, Hashem gave such, the Egyptians gave such cruel punishment for the last six months, it was able to equal the extra 190 years. So although the Jews felt that they were inflicted doubly, but the double affliction was really meant to hasten the time that the suffering should end quicker and that we should come to a time of Yeshua. And therefore the Pasuk is saying, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, you should feel a double comfort because number one, it's going to end, but number two, it's going to end earlier. And why? Because Hashem will be Eloi Keichem. Hashem will show the attribute of justice, will bring more challenges than we think we can handle, but really it's just to bring the Geula that much quicker. And therefore, message number one is that although we hear and we discussed about the Holocaust and the cruelest types of suffering, it's an exponential suffering that's unheard of. But at least if we could understand that for whatever reasons, Hashem is planning to end the Golas quicker. And that should give us a Nechama, that even though the punishment is double, but when the punishment is double, 
then it ends things faster. And therefore, you should know that the comfort's coming out. And the truth is, we're not only talking about holocausts, we're not only talking about death, we're talking about the good old-fashioned stresses of life. And when Hashem gives us stress, sometimes we feel that the stress is double the amount of stress that we can handle. And we have to realize that every stress we give, every time we get smitten, smitten can be just stressful. And sometimes it's so, so stressful. It's kind of stressful getting ready for Shabbos after after Tishabov, where you couldn't get so ready for Shabbos until later on. There's a lot of times of stress, but you got to realize that that extra stress is meant to bring extra calm. That if we're able to handle all that stress, Hashem is going to bring us a tremendous amount of tranquility, and that tranquility will even be better. But we have to understand exactly, and that, that's such a powerful message. And therefore, it's hard. It's a hard message. It's hard. Everyone's got stress. But there's got to be some people around who are de-stressors. People that when you are stressed and now you and you don't know how it's going to, you don't feel any better. But sometimes you meet certain people who their whole mannerism is a de-stressful way where they are so calm and they're feeling everything is going to be fine. And that's why they asked the question, why was Yeshaya the one who was Soicha to give this prophecy? Because he really wasn't commanded to give the prophecy. If we look at this prophecy, Hashem says, who is going to come and give comfort to the people? And he didn't specifically command anyone to give the comfort. But came a guy in Yoshio, Yeshaya, and he's saying, I want to be the one to give them comfort. And when he wants to be the one to give them comfort, Hashem gives them the prophecy to help them be comforted by what he says. So we see a tremendous lesson with this as well. That sometimes when there's nobody to do it, you know, there's an expression, when, when the commander gets hit in battle and there's nobody to command, now's the time for a regular guy to be a commander. If he takes takes it under his wings and I'm going to help. I'm going to be the person and we're living in a society where there's really there's not a lot of people who can help other people but if we want to be the ones who are going to try to help other people even though we may not feel we have the tools to help other people this is what Hashem is giving us to be these prophets to be these Yoshios who can give comfort to others, even though we don't know how we're going to give comfort to others. But Hashem will find ways to let us give comfort. So we're suffering in times where everything is being hastened it's so quickly. The suffering, the challenges, just the day-to-day stress in life. Because Hashem is bringing the Mashiach closer. If we, if we only knew that that's what's happening, then we'd understand why this is, is is here and therefore it doesn't stress us out as much. And then if you were someone who recognized that, you should help other people to do this. But yet there's a deeper level that Rav Moshe Tukchinsky, Zichron Levracha, has a beautiful pshat when it says in Tehillim, Samcheno, cause us to rejoice, like the days of our suffering, the shnos reinu the years we saw bad. 
And he gives a beautiful mashal to really understand the deeper part of the double nechama. Let us say a parent has to discipline a child. And whatever, in the good old days, when he gave corporal punishment and you smacked up the kid a little bit. So he has to improve his ways. Okay. We remember as kids, we got smacked up a little bit. And you improve your ways. Fine. But it still doesn't take away the post-traumatic stress of the feeling of the pain that we had. Okay, maybe we won't have new pains, but the old pain, the post-traumatic stress that really um, does a number on all of us, that never goes away. Unfortunately, so many Holocaust survivors that although they survived the war and the pain stopped, but the post-traumatic stress doesn't stop. That can never stop. But what if it could? And this is what the Navi is saying. Nachamun, we, we were hit twice. What does it mean we were hit twice? We're hit once, the actual hit. You saw your family killed in front of your eyes. Mamish, that's a maka. But what was the double maka? The double maka is the post-traumatic stress. They always relive that. And what's the Navi telling us? The Navi is saying, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. You can take a double comfort. Then when Hashem will give us this double comfort, what's going to happen? Not only will we no longer physically suffer, but the post-traumatic stress will be over. How is that possible? You got to remember that Hashem is beyond time and beyond space. Yes, when we live in this world, we cannot erase the past. The past is with us. It continues with us. But Hashem who is beyond time and beyond space can take us to a place where we have no recollection of the past. Or even better yet, that we have a new frame of reference that that past that looked to be bad was never bad. The post-traumatic stress is only when the bad was bad. And it's never going away that bad. So we try all kinds of things to get rid of it, to distract ourselves. Time heals, etc., etc., but time doesn't heal everything. Post-traumatic stress is all it doesn't heal. And every time we suffer, it's a double suffering. So how can the healing be a double healing? At best, it could be a singular healing. That we're, we're finished with that. You had a very bad sickness, you recovered, but now you're always worried again. Maybe I'll get sick again. Always terrible things can come back. It, it's, it's a scientific, psychologically proven fact that that pain doesn't go away. But Hashem is called Yochal. Hashem can do everything. Even the post-traumatic stress can go away. And that's the Nachamu, Nachamu Ami. But how does that happen? How does that happen? That happens, we see in this week's Parsha. Hashem tells us, do not go after the heathen ways. Follow the Torah. Do not add or subtract to mitzvahs because you see what happened with the Baal Por. And then it says, You are now cleaving to Hashem today and you're alive. What's the flow of the psukim over here? Hashem tells us to serve him. But if a Jew thinks his life, if a Jew thinks that his life is perfect, he doesn't need to add or subtract any mitzvahs. Everything is great. Everything is the best way it could be. If we really believe that Hashem is taking care of everything, we never think for a minute we have to change things. Hey, what's the greatest idol worship? No, no, no. You have to add a little here, subtract a little here. 
What do we mean by add and subtract? There's many ways of understanding. Of course, there's the halachic pshat, but but the metaphorical pshat is sometimes, yeah, we know there's 630 mitzvahs, but for right now, this mitzvah, I, I can't do it. It's too hard. Or I have to add something. I have to do something additional to be my, my psychological crutch. And when you're that kind of person, you will always live with post-traumatic stress. But if you're a person who says, I don't have to add anything to Hashem's mitzvahs. Hashem knows everything he's doing. And I don't think from it I have to change. You know what that really reveals? It reveals a tremendous dveikus that you have to Hashem. And the source of the double nechama is to agree you are dovik to Hashem. If you manage cleave to Hashem, when you cleave to Hashem, and it means that you want to always feel, you always feel I'm in Hashem's arms, and Hashem is taking me from place to place, to the degree that you really believe in this reality of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeichem, Hashem Echod, only in Sefer Dvarim, after the terrible Chorbanos of Tishabov, do we keep talking and harping on the idea of Dveikas, Dveikas, Dveikas. Why so much Dveikas? Because really that's the goal of Yiddishkeit. But more than that, if you hit the goal of Yiddishkeit, that is the Nechama. And all of a sudden, after the Chorban, we're told about Dveikus. Why? Because that's the healing power. It's a lot to talk about in Dveikus. But the simple understanding of Dveikus is if you know a person, Marshall, that was given, a person can be traveling on a bus in Eretz Yisrael, and in one day he could be in five other cities. Now, what if the mother is a mother taking her, her baby with her because she can't leave the baby behind? And if you ask the baby, where have you been today? The baby's only going to say one thing. I mean, I, I was in my mother's arms the whole time. I, the mother, uh, had frustration that she was late for one bus. She missed the bus. Uh, the bus got a flat tire. She missed the appointment. All these things were frustrations. But ask the baby who was there the whole time. He says, I was in my mother's hands the whole time. What frustrations. If we want to get rid and get true nechama, there's a cost. And the cost is dveikas to Hashem. If you cleave to Hashem and you feel that you're in Hashem's arms, that's the greatest hamakom yenachem aschem. When you're in Hashem's arms, there's nothing to worry about. Even if things look bad, at the end of the day, it cannot be bad. But that only is when we achieve Dveikus. And how do we achieve Dveikus? Is by learning from different stories that happen to us. Rishon Shpadron tells an interesting story about a bacher in Russia during the times of the communists. And Jewish blood was worthless. And you were afraid to go in the street. And one time this bacher is going in the street and for no reason one of the communist soldiers grabs him makes a false accusation, takes him to the police station and says, okay, I'm going to put a bullet in your head. And they put him by the, the wall and his bacher starts saying, Vidui. and the officer who's standing next to him and he's aiming to shoot him. But uh, the, 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 the bacher was so afraid, so terrified, he's shaking and shaking and shaking. And, and they... And the soldier says, stop saying I want to hit you. And he's screaming and yelling and this and that. And his life is a moment away. And then all of a sudden a window opens from above. 
It's a higher officer. And the higher officer says, what's the noise going on over here? He says, it's true, he's making it hard for me to kill him. And the officer says, just let him go. Forget about him. Whew. Now, this Bukhar really understood Chazal. Even if the sword is on your neck, don't ever give up hope. Well, anyway, this Bukhar finally was able to leave Russia. And he figures, where's the best place to learn Torah in that time? In the yeshiva of Hebron. We all know what happened in 1929, the terrible massacre in Hebron. And this Bukhar was in the yeshiva at the time they were slaughtering everybody. And blood was splattering everywhere. And it was all over. And, and him and another Bukhar were still alive. They were coated with blood. So the one bucker said to the our first bucker says let's just uh, let's just go over them and tell them kill me put a bullet in my head get me out of the pain he said no 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 just hit the ground and don't breathe he says what are you talking about they're gonna kill us I just hit the ground and don't breathe and Davin to Hashem pretend you're dead Hashem. at the end of the day the Arabs walked past. And thought they were dead. When they were sure that the Arabs were gone, they get up. And the second bucker said, He says, I said things that made sense. I said it's worth it to get the bullet in our head right away and finish. And you answered me, Kaveh Hashem. Where did you draw that strength? How are you able to not lose your wits? At the end of the day, the second bucker knew I said a foolish thing. But how are you able to? keeping control he said you know where I learned that from I learned it in that rush in that Russian police station that's when I learned it I learned that even when the sword is to your neck you never give up hope and there you see an example of what we need to do Rabbi Isai is we've all been through difficult situations in life we've been through sad situations and you know what we're still here. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, we're still here. And there's so much that we have been able to have learned in our lives through all the sufferings that we've been through. And now it has to come to the time where we may must try to look for the solution of the post-traumatic stress. And I know it's easy to say, but it's something we have to at least point ourselves in that direction. Hashem is giving us a prescription that if we can be dovic to Hashem and although it's a hard thing to instantly turn on but it's a lifelong pursuit but these are the things that we could do to know that if we're in Hashem's arms then we can feel the Nechama even now that's the challenge that we are faced with and feeling that Nechama even now. When Mashiach will come, Hashem will be able to, Mamish, give us a new mind, make a, uh, a mind transplant, a frontal lobotomy over all of us, and, and he'll take us out of time, and we won't even feel the pain that was then. There was no post-traumatic stress anymore. That'll be those days. But the trick is, although it's difficult, and psychologists tell us it's hard, but Torah is giving us a solution. Hashem 
that we are connected to Hashem. We'll read in a few more weeks. Just like Hashem, just like a, a father who loves you disciplines the child, so to Hashem disciplines us. We know we're told, Bani Matem, Hashem we're children of Hashem. We're in the weeks now. These weeks are so mesugal. They're so appropriate that we can start to believe that we're children of Hashem. We can start to believe that we can cleave to Hashem. We can start to believe that Hashem is holding us tight. These are the weeks, one after the other. Of course, vacation and simchas and all these things can distract us. But to go back and look in our life and see the difficulties were really only for our benefit. I could talk for hours about all the challenges that I went through in my life and my Rebetzin. But those were all challenges that were able to bring us to a certain degree of Dveikas to Hashem. To a certain degree where things that disturbed us when we were much younger don't disturb us anymore. And that's the Nachamu Nachamu. The Nachamu is in our hands. And although we feel we've been clubbed doubly, but the clubbing was only to wake us up and to realize that we're not in charge and Hashem is in charge and Hashem is controlling us and Hashem is protecting us. And therefore, we have A, to strengthen ourselves in our dveikas to Hashem and more importantly, like this bachar in the story, strengthen others in their dveikas Hashem. If you have that equanimity, spread it to others. Spread it to others with a smile and explaining to them how this is all going to be amazing and I could show it to you. And that's what our vote is going to be this Shabbos and the next coming Shabbos and those who come to Shul will hear drushes that will explain ways in which to do this. But this will be our focus. The next seven weeks, it's our obligation and just like the Navi came out and decided there's nobody else doing this, even though we feel all around us nobody is, is really creating positive energy, it's our job to create the positive energy. Just keep, the mantra is, Vatem hadveikim v'ashem lokeichem chaim kolchem ayom. And we, Mirz Hashem, should have such nechama, this Shabbos, next Shabbos, every Shabbos, until Mashiach will come and every Jew will appreciate that nechama. Bimhei Rebimeinu, amen. Thank you for listening.